Breaking news here on CBS Sports HQ, and it is monster news. A blockbuster trade in the NFL. Detroit is dealing Matthew Stafford to the L.A. Rams in exchange for two future first-round picks, a third-round pick, and Jared Goff. These are two former number one overall picks trading places in an absolutely blockbuster trade that shakes things up both in Detroit and in L.A. Alright, welcome back. Terrestrial takes. It's been a little bit, but the offseason's cooking, so so is the content. Um, we're gonna have our first live guest, maybe a recurring thing, some uh, someone for me to toss my ideas off of, give the pod a little bit more personality. So from the monocle, we have Tim at Nubs making a little lo- uh, love triangle between the monocle, because I'm on there doing the Devi stuff, the contender connection. I don't know. So uh well, welcome to Terrestrial Takes, Nubs, Tim. Thank you. Happy to be here. I know we have a we have a good amount of back and forth through our uh, our chats online, so I, it's always nice to get our thoughts out in uh, in audio form, so other people may be able to listen to them and you know hear what we have to say and take in the information they find valuable. So today we're going to be talking about QB movement, and we were supposed to do this pod like a week ago or a couple of days ago, and I'm so glad we didn't because now. We had the monster trade last night of Stafford going to uh, the Rams for golf, two firsts and a third. Um, I look like an idiot on Twitter. I said, I don't think you get a first for Matt Stafford. I think you get a second and a third. I've been, I've had a rough, a rough week on the Twitter sphere. Um, what do you, what do you, what do you think of this trade, Tim? Well, from what I read, there were seven or eight other teams that were interested in throwing a first out there. So the extra additional first was most likely a little, a little bit motivated to get the trade done as well as move golf. I am. Um, I think the lions went out here by getting the picks because if their intention is to rebuild, then they're doing it the right way. But I also really like Stafford over golf. I'm not a golf fan. I don't think he reads defenses very well. And I, I actually, I, I think there's a lot of times where he's not even allowed to like change the play. Mm-hmm. And I, I think, I think that impacts how the offense can play as well as like that, that line apparently played a little bit better than um, was expected. But I honestly think that that offense because of golf and because of the line, not being like as perfect as it could be having issues with him being able to find uh, the playmakers in the play. And they had to put a lot of guys in motion. And once we find a quarterback now in Stafford who one has many different arm angle deliveries, as well as just the, the experience to be able to positively impact the play more often. I think it's a winning combination for them, but was at an expensive price because they didn't do their due diligence and um, ended up signing golf to way too expensive deal. Yeah. um, I mean, from uh, Paul, him Bekaitis. I don't know who this guy is, uh, Paul Himbo, but he brought up, I saw it on the timeline. Uh, Goff is 16 months removed from the largest guaranteed contract in the NFL history. And now they're giving away first to get out from under it. Uh, I agree that Goff, the young coaches that seem to be like Shanahan and McVay, they seem to be, they have their system and they want their guy to just run it. Don't change my play. Don't try and do nothing. The play, the play is set up for you to go and make it. And so I wonder how that'll uh, how, how that'll work with Stafford. He's kind of like you said. I mean, he's a, he didn't say he's, I'm going to say he's a gunslinger, but he he makes the plays on his own more than Goff. Goff was 
I mean, I don't dislike Goff. I do think Stafford's quite the upgrade. I just, I just don't think he was that much worth. Like that's it was that's a hefty price to pay, and I mean, for a guy who has been on, I know Q, I know wins aren't a QB stat, but he he has struggled to win games. He's been a great fantasy player. I mean, I do think. What do you think of the Rams? Do you think they're one of the favorites now in the NFC next year? I do. I, I really do. I am not at all a golf fan. Yeah. So any sort of upgrade to a quarterback that one can read the defenses and as well has an arm to support, which I believe Stafford does. I think that's all beneficial. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I think, see very little downside minus the injury. I think if, like you, if, if you put Stafford in against the green Bay game, they probably beat green Bay this year. I mean, it's hard to make that analogy, but I do think that, I mean, golf was hurt and they were still hanging in that game. Um, that defense, they've mortgaged their future. They're, they're trying to go for it, and I commend them for it. Like, I am rooted. I do like Stafford. I just thought that I'm definitely a little higher on Goff, but I don't think Goff is, like, this amazing guy. What do you think this means for Goff? I think that they could just move Goff. I don't think by any means he's starting for the Lions next year. Um, I, I would find it really funny if they're able to find a suitor to trade him to right away. Right. But I actually do think he's the starter. I saw um, a report that after they had a conversation, he had a conversation with both coaches and management that he feels he's in a spot where he's in an organization now that wants him and kind of appreciates his talents. These were his words. Mm-hmm. So unless they're blowing a lot of smoke, I, I don't see them dealing him right away because I feel like if they were, they wouldn't have said all those things. Obviously we've seen NFL teams completely flip within a month, but yeah. I just don't see that in this case. And I just, I just, I'm so worried that, that he's just not good. <laughs> I have, I have DeAndre Swift shares that I'm worried about. That's, and, uh, we're, yeah. We were going to get to the running backs in a minute. But when it comes to like, if they truly believe in, in him, they need to re-sign Galladay. That's yeah. truly my opinion. I mean, I believe it's still only seats under contract there uh, for wide receivers in Detroit. But I mean, if Detroit's going for a rebuild, a tanking rebuild, they're doing a fantastic job at it, getting the draft picks, hiring, the I think that Dan Campbell hire was one of the worst head coach hirings I've seen in a long time. That's as bad. That pushes Gase going from Miami to the Jets a couple of years ago. I think it's that bad of a. And then and on top of it, what makes it worse is it's a six year deal. I mean, if you want to try him out again for like a three four, but six goddamn years, what are you doing? But last thing on golf, I want to say is he has a forty three million dollar dead cap this year, so like there's some talk of him getting cut. There's no, I don't think he gets cut this year. Next year it drops to 15 and then there's an out after that year. But I mean, he's only t- going to be 27. Uh, I mean, I think they definitely give him a go. It, they probably trade, they probably take a quarterback. I would say in the first, maybe somebody if Lance falls a little bit, I'm not sure where they're drafting. They're like eight or nine or something. I don't know exactly, but that sounds, that sounds remotely close. Yeah. But, um, yeah, what, what? So let's go through the position players. We are going to spend quite a bit on this trade and move to a couple quarterbacks, but this is the big news, and this is this has a lot of, as we like to say on Trishfield takes fantasy implications. And so, let's. Uh, where do you want to start? You want to start with the Rams? Or you want to start with the Lions? Let's start. Let's, you have some. You have some. Some DeAndre Swift shares. Let's start there. Well, yeah, and, and 
we we've seen that he actually Goff does throw the ball to the running backs from you know when he had a girly. He there was definitely something that he did. It would have it might have been more of a play design feature from McVay than a tendency by Goff. We can see if that carries over. Now I would actually just going back to Lance real quick, I, I would think that would be a great um, chance at them getting Lance if they were if he was there and they took him. I think that would be um, just good for their future. But I honestly do think that they're going to give him a, a, a real year to, to prove himself. So I don't know if they go Lance. But then, you know, we talk about Hawkinson and um, in our in our chats, we've seen that a lot of people believe Hawkinson's going to, you know, not going to see too much in a change of his production or even an increase. But I don't know, because once again, I, I would expect it. And, you know, the tight ends, the quarterback's best friend. But I just don't know how good Goff actually is outside of McVay. And that's what worries um, me. I feel like he – it's hard to see how he'll correlate because he, it was just such a McVay system. And so, I mean, Goff has thrown to the tight end, but it was it was a lot of drawn-up stuff. That's why you would see Everett have a good game and then you'd see Higby have a good game as if they had to keep someone into block or not. Um, real quick, Detroit is number seven in the draft. They're ahead of Carolina. They're ahead of Denver. Two guys that so they would have to. Those are teams that would have to trade up over them if they wanted a QB that they want. Those are all teams that I think are looking QB. So, that could be an opportunity to trade back and acquire more picks too. Yeah, they could, especially if they like someone else. And um, so the trades that the first round picks that they got from the Rams are not this year's. Mm-hmm. So it even seems like due to the lack of scouting and maybe a lack of a combine or um, pro day numbers that are actually reliable. Yep. It sounds like Detroit just kind of wants to push that back a little bit. And yeah. <laughs> just get a little bit more data before they choose some players. No, I, I, I commend it. I mean, on the Debbie devotional uh, at the Monocle, something that's something we've mentioned a lot is just not having a lot of opportunity, opportunity to see these players, uh, no combine. So uh, I think you're going to see... I think that's the Debbie devotional. Let's, I'm not going to go there, but we're yeah, on it's Swift. It's a good plug, though. It's a good plug. Yeah, good plug. Uh, um, Swift, I'm worried about Swift. I was worried about Swift before. And, I mean, I I don't know who else they have on the offense except Hawkinson. Um, it, it, is he going to be able to sideline AP? I like – I really like DeAndre Swift as a talent. And I was burned taking – situation over talent in the rookie draft last year i should have stuck with swift but he's still he's still i some people are saying he's still a top five dynasty rb i just can't do it i can't put him there i have a struggle i struggle probably putting him in the top 10 if i'm gonna go off the top of my head i mean and that's still not even a slight to swift it's just like he's in such a shit position and i'm rooting for him but i will not be the one drafting him that high I agree. I don't have him in the top 10, um, maybe top 12. Yeah. But I, I'm not going to try to pigeonhole him somewhere that does it really matter at this point? Right. Like if you have him, you're probably not trading him. Exactly. And like, per, like whatever t- sort of ranks you pull from the sky don't matter either at that, yeah, at, at this point either. So, I mean, can Campbell do something similar to what was occurring in, in new Orleans with Kamara? Because I honestly, that's what I saw Swift as. I saw not as the next Kamara because I don't know. I, I don't agree. like taking talented players like that and then try to like pigeonhole the next player. But no, I think comps you're comparing play style, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like even in the same fashion for fantasy, I feel like a majority 
maybe 60%, maybe, maybe more of his points are going to be through the air. Could be yeah. receiving touchdowns. It could just be receptions. Yeah, I can see that. Um, what else we got? We got Hawkinson. I think you went over. I don't think we'll see much of a change. He should be hanging around tight end five-ish, right? If he drops, I'm buying him. I can tell you right now if that's the yeah. case. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think I still have top. I still have Hawkinson as a top five tight end. I mean, I mean, I guess you could put Pitts there if you want. I don't have Pitts there yet. I, don't, I haven't done the rookies yet. So, but I think Hawkinson is a is right there. So if if someone's worried, I don't know, maybe send a feeler out for him. But it's like you see all these people putting guys down in their ranks, and it probably means that they don't have them. So they're putting them down in their ranks because they're not as valuable to them. Because you could say Hawkinson's a tight end ten, but the guy who has him isn't going to sell him for that. Like he he likes Hawkinson, so I agree with that sort of ranking sidebar you had uh what else we got so what's up with kenny galladay he still hasn't signed a contract i don't think right are they gonna tag him i mean i i uh, believe if if they honestly want to give Goff a true true tryout for the year you got to provide him weapons which would be galladay and others such as maybe a growth from cephas but I don't do you trust Galladay to stay healthy at this point? Because he's no been trust. all over the place. And he could be one of the best dynasty purchases right now in terms of value because of how I, many people are off of him. Yeah, I like I drafted a lot of Galladay. I like Galladay a lot. And you could get him for a reasonable price from somebody like me. So I think that is definitely something. If you are still standing by that, take your shot. I mean, you, you you might be able to get him. I mean, Galladay really has had what one pretty one really good year last year, and he's almost he's almost twenty eight, which means that he's going to retire soon, according to Twitter. Um, <laughs> I, that's definitely somebody that you should be sending some feelers out. Uh, I think Marvin Jones is moving on this year. I mean, I don't think they bring him back. There was uh, my, my my dolphin friend said that he was Marvin Jones had said something about interest in going there. I think that might be interesting. I mean, I think everybody likes Marvin Jones, right? Uh, yeah, it's hard to find someone that doesn't like his price. Yeah, he's the output that you give him. Yeah, he's like, he's almost like a Robert Woods, like, but he's just also a likable guy. I don't know the way he plays. He's kind of he's he's like a little smaller. He's like the average, like all of us, like five ten, five eleven, but he's out there balling out on some days. I feel like he's bigger than that. Maybe he is. I don't know. He just. I remember him. I remember him when he was like the third option or fourth option in Cincinnati. And you're just like, man, this guy needs more volume. Yeah. And then we've been saying it. that the last five years still is, man, this guy just needs more volume. I feel like there's always, <laughs> you're always like six or seven weeks into the season and you'll see the the graphic of the touchdown leaders. And I just always see, feel like Marvin Jones is like <laughs> leading the league of touchdowns at like halfway through the season. And we know Detroit's just a top scoring offense every year too. Yep. <laughs> so it's like, he's, you know, he's got it more than a fair share. Yeah. of touchdowns so let's give them some more yardage all right so we went over the the lines share i think for the most part uh what do we got with the uh, with the rams i think i think acres might be the biggest winner in this in this trade that was uh so going into the rookie drafts last year i had the the five backs um not really talking about order but basically you really couldn't couldn't lose out um in the draft just because you could figure out what best case could be for each one 
and it would be acceptable to be picked in, in you know, the top five if you're not doing super flex or top eight or nine in super flex. So it was never an issue where like, oh man, I got to get this one running back because most likely you're going to be able to fall onto another one. And I actually thought Akers could have, if he had the workload, could have led the league, the rookies in touchdowns this year because of the, his opportunities with that good of an offense. But we saw that it didn't didn't perform as well as we expected because I think in essence, a lot of it had to do with having to limit Goff or Goff limiting it where then they had to go in a different direction. So if Stafford can provide them with more scoring opportunities and more, more go, um, red zone opportunities, more goal opportunities, he, he, you know, the, the ceiling is the roof, as some people say. I think every single Rams offensive player got a upward stock trend emoji, don't they? Like, <laughs> probably. I mean, it, I even Wolford did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, Oh, I, I'm not, so in our league, we have the Harry Potter league that we're all in together. And I have both Stafford and Goff. And I was like, we, we just finished the draft and we're about to do the, the, the waiver wire, the, the fab dollars are about to reset. So I was like, man, I might have to just go and spend like $60 on Walford or whatever. But uh, now I don't. So that's good. Uh, I'm really worried about my Goff. I, bought, I got him for the same price too. The same price. Both. Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I uh what did you pay like 41 yeah it was like 43 I think for each okay well I have a confession I paid 41 for lock in a startup last year oh yeah that's tough I, I I it was my first super flex auction draft startup and yeah. I was like gotta get quarterbacks gotta get quarterbacks Out of a and five, I just five hundred dollar yeah, budget yeah yeah and I figured um that the rest of the league would be thinking the same thing so I actually was just trying to set a price floor on lock and then no one else bid. And I was like, well, I don't think I should have gone this high. <laughs> yeah. That's uh if you guys have uh, any auction questions for drafts, you can go check out the contender connection, the monocle. <laughs> we just had a draft with that. And uh, we might have something at the end of this too, for that at the end of the pod, but back on the Rams, I mean, Robert Woods, I did just get him in that draft for 25, which I love. So now I got the Robert Wood Stafford stack, which really gives me a fucking chubby in my pants. Like the upgraded I, version of, of Stafford Marvin Jones. Exactly. I mean, they're, exactly. They're both like, does anybody not like Bobby Trees? Like, that's another player that I feel is just. I don't want to meet those people if there are people like that. Yeah, right. Exactly. Um, Cooper Cup, I feel. I mean, who's the downfield guy on the Rams, though? Do they? I mean, do they really have one? I feel like they're both intermediate, short kind of guys. You know, I feel like it's Woods if it's anyone. Yeah, I agree. But Woods runs a lot more underneath that are routes that are valuable. Like obviously, so does Cup. Yeah, but I feel like Cup's a little bit more intermediate outside. Yeah, obviously he he runs crossers and stuff when he has man against the slot, and sometimes yep. against zone. But like, I feel like when they want. To target someone short, it's always Woods running those routes. Yeah, I mean, do they have a, you know, a deep bomb threat on that team? I don't really think so. They had Cooks, but I mean, I was going to say it could be someone to target in the first round, but never yeah. mind. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Rams and first round picks. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, they're just they're just avoiding the busts altogether. Yeah, you can't no, you mean, can't bust in the first round if you don't draft in the first round. 
I mean, there's, there's, I mean, I'm in mass, so I hear a lot of Patriots talk. And I mean, the next person we're going to get to, Watson. You know what? We'll save that. This might be a long pod. I kind of like it. Um, <laughs> I mean, what, what's left on the Rams? We got Everett and Higby. I think they stay pretty much the same for now, right? See, and I'm wondering about, about the, who they draft this year? The tight end from Purdue. The Rams? Yeah. I don't even know. I can't think right now. But I feel like they could even move on from like I don't know if Everett got a new deal or not. But they could move Bryson Hopkins. They could move oh, yeah, on Bryce. from from Everett, and then you see a, a boost in his numbers too. Because have we ever seen Stafford with this many weapons? I don't think we have. Uh, he wasn't there with Roy Williams, Calvin Johnson, and was he? Yeah, it's it's definitely arguably the best, it, but yeah, I would say this is the best assortment of weapons he's ever had. I mean, we could have had Titus Young do some stuff, but he's a knucklehead, so <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, last guy that I'm seeing a ton about is Van Jefferson. I'm not uh, I'm not overly excited about Van Jefferson with this move. I think he just kind of stays the same. It's a lot of noise. It I'm is. avoiding it because. As the noise gets louder, the price goes higher. Yeah. And if I have Van Jefferson, I'm selling him. It just I just don't see a path that it's going to be something that's going to be predictable. Yeah, it's a hold on both sides, I think. If you have him, don't move him. If you don't have him, don't, don't go get him. Unless you can get him for like a third or something, which you won't. So I think that's noise, like you said, and the best left behind. Uh, anything else on this trade? Or we want to move on? Well, actually, when you said a third, I actually depending that might depend on the third that's there because I feel like there's going to be some players that drop in this in this rookie draft coming up. If it's an early third, I might want to hold on to that. Oh no, yeah, that's what I mean is. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, actually, yeah, I wouldn't want to give up the three hundred one for Van Jefferson. Now, lastly, though, because you, you asked last thing, I know that Stafford. Everyone thinks Stafford's deal's huge, enormous, but it's actually really not. No, I think it's right. like twenty-two million or something like that, with it's, like fifteen or ten million guaranteed this year. Uh, the cap hits two for forty-three. Very, okay, very reasonable. So uh, they actually save money, which could actually they, they could help them retain some of their free agents or their, yeah. their vets, and, and also uh, bring in some free agents. As I say, the first round picks, I think, bring it down, but their future, so they don't really calculate into it. I don't think mm-hmm. so. Okay, but uh, yeah, glad you brought that up because I did want to mention Stafford's contract. But uh, I think we move on to the next big target, the 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 story before this, and Deshaun Watson. Um, I thought, all right, can we put, I know real NFL trades and fantasy trades, they don't correlate, but if you just bear with me, if you get the trade, Jared Goff, two firsts and a third for Deshaun Watson. Is that a starter? Oh, you don't like Goff, so it's probably not even a starter for you, but I definitely, I'm just saying, I think that's like a decent trade in fantasy. Oh, you're talking about in fantasy? In fantasy. I mean, it's probably not terrible because you're getting a quarterback back, which is really important. Yeah. I moved actually. I moved Watson because I have the 102 in a, in a draft, and I have Cousins and Matt Ryan, and I was trying to move either one of them, but I couldn't really get anything for him. So I was like, you know what? The market's dropped so much on Ryan that like I'm just going to keep him, and yeah. I'm drafting a quarterback coming up. So I actually moved Watson. I got 104, um, a future first in the 208, and the future first is yours actually. So oh. it should be it should be pretty low actually. We're for rejecting. What just year? Kidding. What year is it? <laughs> Next year's 
Uh, yeah. Next for those year. that don't know, Deshane's hates projecting out future fit, <laughs> yeah, future yeah, first round it. picks. So I, I uh, yeah, I, I think it's gonna be one oh. I, I traded it, uh, yeah, Deshaun for a twenty twenty six one oh seven. Like yeah, something like that. Talking about. <laughs> so I did it because it gives me opportunity. As this league only requires a running back, tight end, and wide receiver, and everything else is flex. So it gives me more more of an option to get a Harris or Chase, which would be really nice. And I still have the opportunity to pick a quarterback at one on two. Yeah. But yeah, I, um, I, I would say it's probably pretty decent depending on where the first are. Yeah. In my opinion, he's worth probably the Watson's worth probably three or four first round picks or somewhat close to a quarterback. Yeah. Probably, right. I mean, yeah. And I, I honestly, I feel like the Rams, I was having a conversation with a friend of mine. I feel like the Rams made this deal because they couldn't get Watson which I'm not saying I don't know anything, so I'm not like pulling this from any source, but I feel like it's almost like Watson's not going to move. Yeah. Unless it's a team like the Jets paying like a ton. Yeah. I mean, he has to be okay with where he goes too. Like it's all on him. He wants to, has to want to go there. Um, what do you think he's worth in real life now? Like it, now that you see Stafford move and you have to realize mm-hmm. like, not you, people like uh the two first weren't because stafford's that much better it was it was to incentive incentivize incentivize shit uh because of golf's huge contract they had to give him something to want to move it um but yeah i don't i don't know what the hell are you gonna pay for watson now it's gotta be three firsts Two first and a solid player. Like you're, I'm right. You're right. I don't know if he even moves at this point. If I'm the Texans, I really have to decide what my future is, because obviously the goal would be to keep Watson. Yeah. But if that's you're going GM, to, that's what the GM is saying. Nick yeah. He's saying I have no intention of moving him. And Cullen was like, I expect him to be my my quarterback. I came here expecting him to be my quarterback. Now, the deal for Tua is okay because you're getting a quarterback back that's it gives you an opportunity to see him grow but that line is so bad to is just going to get destroyed and get injured well it's also that thing of trading with the same person over and over again you're going to give them the pick that they, it's yeah. their pick anyways so it's just free real estate for them. Uh, yeah and i agree with you 100 think about how badly they they manage this that they're basically gonna trade away watson for nothing and maybe tunsil but, yeah Larry me tunsil <laughs> which just it blows my mind but that being said, if they're going into like a full rebuild, like, yeah, two would be nice. But if that team's not complete, like you're just wasting two of them and most likely going to injure him. Where I'd actually rather have the picks from the Jets, like multiple first rounders, either two this year and two next year, or two this year, one one next year, and maybe some some foundational players and not like trading for like 28-year-old running backs either. Yeah. So I just think. I just think they're lost at this point. And the only thing that makes sense is to keep Watson, but that's like the least likely thing that yeah. Watson wants. Um, yeah. I think the jets are finally making some decent moves too, like uh, with bringing Sala in. And I mean, if you're the jets, you, you do what you have to do. You've made the trade. So you can turn Jamal Adams and your pick or something into Deshaun Watson right now, which I don't think the Jet. I don't think the Seahawks lost that trade with uh, Jamal Adams. I think Jamal Adams is that good. Um, 
but he doesn't intercept the ball. Yeah, shut up. Um, I think he the had Jets, a messed up hand the year he had surgery on. He doesn't even. He, he barely plays in coverage. <laughs> but he already that. had surgery on like a finger this offseason. Yeah, like that was completely messed up. <laughs> That's true. He did have one bad dropped interception though. But I'll give you that. But uh, if you're the Jets, I think you have to go after. Do what you can to go after. I think if you're any team but like four. You, you really should be trying to get Watson. Uh, is there anywhere that Watson goes where he falls hard or something in your in, in fantasy? No, absolutely not. I don't think he leaves I top five. I have never wavered on Watson Yeah, you from have. our rookie draft that we started last year to all the ones we've done this year. I basically have Watson on like every team but two. Yeah. And you actually are, probably, you're big Watson, probably yeah. three because I just traded him away in one. But that being said... I can't see a place in which he doesn't make the players around him better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think he now, drops out of top five anywhere he goes. And the Jets will still need help in both um, line in, in both the trenches. Actually, I mean the defensive line played well, but like the offensive line was such a sieve. I don't even think we got to even <laughs> see see Darnold even play like yeah. with like a decent opportunity. Yeah, I I think if the if the Jets want to go quarterback, it has to be Watson. Otherwise, just keep. Arnold and either take somebody somebody at three or like not a quarterback or trade back because if you just take a quarterback there in the draft at three you're they are three right yeah wait they <laughs> they're two no they're two they're two. two they're two they're two the, the okay. Dolphins are three let me re- I was like this does not sound right uh, I don't think they should take a quarterback at two though because then you're just putting it, them in the same situation Darnold was in and I, I don't think Donald was is not the problem there. So even with Fields, like I'm a Donald guy. I like Donald. I think he's got a lot I, of time left. But like, doesn't Fields look like electric? Doesn't he look like he's going to oh, be a star? I are you trying to like talk me into trading the 101 and 102? I'm I'm Fields. No. I'm Fields 101, baby. I I no one likes Fields more than me. But I just feel like you're still going to put him in a bad situation if he goes there. And but like, doesn't his mobility help that? Like where you can be more electric and get more plays downfield. Yeah, he'll have to be mobile and hope the guy doesn't get hurt. And as he has no one to throw to, no one to protect him. I mean, the defense isn't too bad. I just think that the smart move would be to move back. But I mean, I I don't hate. I feel that the Jets is still probably my one on one. Yeah. So if that happens, what what happens to Darnold? Oh, he gets moved. Easy, and it it brings down his price, but you move him. What sucks is you have to move him out of division. Oh, I just remembered one last Stafford thing is there was like, oh, I feel like this is going to be one of my gripes, I think, but I'll get it out now. Gripes of the week is every time there's a player that might be on the move, there's always Patriots talk. They're like, oh, he might be a Patriot. Maybe it's because I live in Massachusetts that I hear it a lot, but I, every single person. Stafford was never going to the Patriots. He And then Tommy Curran, a big uh, Patriots writer, was he said that Stafford said, I will go anywhere but the Patriots. You know why? Matt Patricia just came back to the Patriots. So that was never happening. That was a gripe. Where the hell were we? We're on the Jets with with, with Fields. Well, I have the opposite as a Packers fan. We just know that nothing's ever going to come here. Yeah. They don't trade for anyone. Nope. They, don't, they don't sign anyone. <laughs> we just know it's it's draft picks or bust at this point. That's that's that really sucks honestly i think like it's it stinks to not have free agency be a factor as a fan well what gets me is when we could have gotten we i'm not on the team uh, when they could have gotten randy moss 
and Favre was going to give up his salary. Whatever they paid Moss, Favre was going to give the team. So it wasn't going to cost them anything. And then Moss went to the Patriots. So I had to watch record-setting years. Randy Moss going, he wanted to come play with the Packers. What is going on here? (laughs) And then I think they traded like a fifth for him or something. Yeah, pretty much. And Moss, Moss is my favorite NFL player ever. So it would have been awesome to buy a Moss jersey. That would have been that would have been something. But um, anything else on Watson? I don't think so. I don't really. Have yeah, much. I think I think yeah. we've covered what, what we know as of right now. It would be easier to react later when we have more information. All right. How about we move to Jimmy Garoppolo? He's gone, right? I don't think he'll be on the 49ers. Just talk I don't want to be cut. a part of your gripes, but I think he goes to New England. <laughs> uh, you're going to be on there because I, I would hate that so much. Uh, but I don't. Okay. So we, we thought originally Stafford was going there. So do we, can, can they do anything until they have a replacement or is the replacement Mullins or is the replacement Bethard? Mullins, Mullins statistically has played well in his first like 24 games, but I don't think Mullins is very like upside worthy or bring you a title. I think, I mean, they, they got to get a guy in on that team because they're, they have the 12th pick. I mean, maybe there's a quarterback there or maybe they trade up and get one, but that team is ready. They have, they have picks. That team's ready though, to make a, 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 a title run. I mean, it's that division so damn stacked, but I mean, that team is ready. They just brought Italian golf to the Super Bowl last year in Jimmy Garoppolo. And Jimmy's, he is, he's just golf. He stinks. People are, <laughs> are going to forget that all the injuries that happened on the 49ers defense. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it was, they got absolute, and they lost Buckner to the, to the Colts, but that team was decimated by injuries. Um, on both sides of the ball. Um, that team, they are. They're ready to make a run right there with the Rams. I mean, god damn, that division stacked. Is it that the Cardinals do? Was it just me or did anybody else want Stafford to go to the Colts? Uh, yeah, I think every, I think that was the leading like fan favorite. I would have loved that. I've, like I've said in a couple other pods, like I've, I'm kind of a fucking Colts fan all of a sudden. At least in fantasy, dude. I love the Colts in fantasy. Like everywhere on all like offense, IDP. I'm like, dude, I love Colts players. I was a real fan of getting Paris Campbell this year. I got him in two or three leagues just this offseason already. Yeah, I've tried to get Paris Campbell and I can't. Some there's always somebody who likes him a little bit more. Yeah, but, I've um, noticed that there are players in our league, you're not there's no chance of getting them from them. Yeah. Um, Jimmy G hasn't played more than six games. He's only played it one time and he went to the Super Bowl that year. He has injuries. He's almost 30. I, I do. I feel like he goes back to the Patriots and he has no weapons there. Man, I'm just out on Jimmy G in fantasy. Does the lack of porn stars in New England have any sort of impact on Jimmy G deciding to go back to New England? I'm going to say no, 
I'll say I won't. I'll say I'll definitely. It, it'll cross his mind. <laughs> it will. It'll. It'll. It'll flee, but he'll go back to be to Daddy Bill, and I don't know. I, I, that would really suck to see Jimmy G. I'm so scared of what the Pats are going to do in this offseason. Like, if, like take Mac Jones at 15. That would be just the worst. I I don't think they'd do it, but I saw some some. Um chatter about mac jones and the colts i don't know if i like that i don't feel like he's much more than jacob eason i agree with you i mean there's upside there because he delivers the ball really nicely outside yeah but like if that's not there and he can't run like what are we what are we looking at as upside (laughs) yeah i mean yeah your your hope is I feel like his upside is like a decent nfl quarterback like that's the ceiling is like he can I don't know, like a, a, a like a Chad Pennington, <laughs> maybe maybe a stronger arm, but yeah, I don't like Mac Jones, and I just don't. Chad like Pennington him. stole the division from Brady, though. Got to remember oh, that. I do. I remember that. <laughs> Hardly so long ago, but uh, there's not much to say about Jimmy G. That's too long talking about that fucking bone. <laughs> um, what about Matt Ryan? Do we think Matt Ryan goes anywhere? I don't think so until they have a plan. If they draft, uh, if they trade up and draft like a Wilson or something, maybe. But they still have players there. They still have Ridley, Julio until he's, you know, until he's dirt or until he chooses to leave. They did have issues with the defense and we saw it improve once they got rid of the, the previous head coach. So there's a lot of, up. I think Atlanta is one of the more up in the air teams. I would actually like to see them draft Wilson. But then again, if you draft Wilson, where does Ryan go? So I've been on the for a while for a long time since like halfway through the season of saying Matt Ryan should go to San Francisco. And I'm still I'm still there. I still think that's a great fit. I think he he can help them try and make that run for the Super Bowl. They're that a team ready for now and they have capital. I uh, like that. I like that a lot. It's, he, he's back with Shanahan again. Um, I've been I've been stout on that take for for quite a while. Also, a take that I've had for a while is that Atlanta's at four, and that could be Fields right there. He's from Georgia. I would love Fields in Atlanta. That would be that would be fucking. I think Twitter would have a hard time with not taking him one on one at that point because they are so situationally um, influenced. So. It might get costly for my fields at 101. Now, Ryan's got some dead cap, about yes. 49 million next year. Now, with, with Goff, how does that work exactly? Does that, did all that money shift to the penalty, or did, it, did Detroit end up taking some of it, or how does that work? Because I think this would have to be kind of the same situation for Atlanta to move Ryan, unless San Francisco was okay with paying a lot of the contract or whatnot. You know, where instead of Atlanta paying someone to take Ryan, the team that's taking Ryan or receiving Ryan, it would be a lot more open to paying the contract where there's not there. Atlanta's not losing out by trading Ryan. Yeah. With the, with the dead penalty. Mm-hmm. So I got you. Yeah. There's a 49. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. I'm not entirely sure exactly how that works. I mean, I would assume because. Detroit got the picks for golf that they're taking on like all the financial responsibilities. Um, 
I'm actually very supportive of teams doing that, that have cap space. I preach that, especially with basketball. There's so many, there's so many um, teams that will sign mid-level players that don't deserve their huge deals and then be like, well, why does our team suck? And why can't we sign anyone? Well, because you just signed player X to a deal six X what he's worth. But like, if you keep that cap room, you're able to facilitate deals kind of like Cleveland did with Brock Osweiler and pick up a couple picks. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'm looking at their 21 cap for the 49ers and they don't have a ton of space. They got 10 mil, but I know the cap's kind of a myth. So mm-hmm. I know, I know they can make something work, but I don't know. It's just narrative and uh, what I, what, what just makes sense. I just could see that working with Ryan to the 49ers. Um, I don't think Ryan really drops in fantasy at all. If he's moved, if he's not moved, he's kind of like that fringe quarterback one. I mean, if in dynasty, which is what we always talk about is super flex dynasty. I guess he could be moved back because it's just the age thing, but like 15, like he's just a great price. I think you'll always be able to get him pretty, I agree. pretty reasonably. I think he's a great price. I think um, obviously he has experience running the offense with, Shanahan, but I think he'll even be better at identifying situations that the run ba- running backs can succeed in because yeah. Shanahan's system is basically one cut, hit the hole as hard as you can. Where with Ryan's experience and his expertise a little bit and reading coverages, which he didn't do, hasn't done like great, but I'm talking pre-snap where he could redirect a run to a different hole or switch it or whatever. I, th- I could even see better success for the backs in the backfield. I just don't know which one that's going to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that offense is all about uh, making space and finding the hole out in space, which also is a theory of mine is why they have so many injuries is because of the speed and the space and <laughs> the hard hits that everyone takes. Um, but it is. It's great. It's a great offensive system. That's why so many people are able to succeed in it. Um, what do you got? You have any other quarterbacks that might be on the move you want to touch on? Brissett. Ooh, I still think Brissett deserves some sort of opportunity somewhere. Don't get me started on that. I thought Brissett should have. I, I don't. I don't see why they even went and got Philip Rivers last year. You should have just had Brissett. I think. You, I think it would have been just there, the same as Rivers would, and you could have seen well, what he had. He he is very safe with the football, but like let him open it up a little bit. Yeah. See what he's actually got because he's efficient. He's he has good completion numbers. Yeah, and he doesn't take bad risks either. I like Brissett a lot. I mean, I wasn't expecting you to to bring up some Jacoby talk. I'm glad you did. Um, um, a guy that I I think I had a dream or something because this is just some narrative that I've had in my head that really I like I said I have no rationale for it. It's just I can see Cousins being on the move even though he's got a ton of dead cap. I just see Trey Lance being drafted by the by the Vikings. Got no nothing behind that. It's just it's just something that I've I don't know. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I just I I've seen it. I've seen it in my head. Lance and that Vikings helmet. I really like Trey Lance. Uh, I, I I want to try to sit with consensus and be like, oh, Zach Wilson's great. Um, next Josh Allen, blah, blah, blah. Lance is my my quarterback three, and it's cemented. I don't know. He was the quarterback three, too, to start the year. And and it's been Wilson that kind of over t- has overtook him the last couple of months. And, and I mean, it's because Lance played one game this year, but 
I mean, yeah, it's a toss-up for me still. It really is. Because I do like Wilson quite a bit myself. But, I mean, no no, no shade on that take. Uh, I'm not even saying I don't like Wilson. I just have, yeah. I just have a, a, a soft spot for Lance, for sure. I have a soft spot for Lance in purple. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Any other... Any other QBs we should talk about? I mean, Dak Prescott, do they finally give him a contract? They better. They better. think they've proven, it's been proven that it's (laughs) Dak's team, whether Jerry likes it or not. Yeah, like, what what the fuck are we doing, Jerry? And how much money did they cost themselves by not just signing him last year? You know, you want that that contract moving as quickly as possible because same as if we look at Stafford, Stafford's deal was humongous, right? Stafford's deal is going to be half of what what Dak is going to command. Per year, it's going to be Dak is going to get 40 to 45 million at least, and Stafford's at what 22 to 23. So, you want to get that contract started as soon as possible so you're actually caught up to the market. So, you're not paying him at the end when also when he might not be uh, delivering. But I don't know, that was a stupid comment. Moving on, I was uh, I I, I lost my train of thought. I got I was looking for some last news items. I got nothing on the senior bowl. I don't give a shit about the senior bowl. I don't know about you. It's nice that players get a chance to shine. Yes, that's what it but, is for me. It's like a here, have your moment kind of thing. And they, they get to play against people that like their teams, if they're small schools, may never ever get to play against, which is yeah. cool. Yeah. But most of my opinions on like positional players are not changing for players that go to the senior bowl. Agreed. I mean, it's a nice sentiment. It's a cool thing, but like, that's not, I don't think we should pretend it's this huge scouting uh, opportunity like it's being drawn up to be. Um, that's about it for news items. So um, I don't know. You have a gripe of the week? Well, I just got done two hours worth of snow blowing. So I'm going to go with snow. All right. I, I am done with snow. I got some snow coming my way. Uh, you're you're in, you're like a 1,500 miles away or so. So I think mine will be here tomorrow. I think I got 24 <laughs> hours. And I, that might be my gripe next week. My gripe of the week will be ordering coffee. Um, I like black coffee, um, maybe maybe some almond milk. And when I go, I know this is my fault, but I'm still f- frustrated by it. I order and I'm like, hey, I have a hot, medium hot coffee with almond milk. And I don't specify that I don't want sugar. And so I get sugar in my coffee. Or if I say I want a medium hot Caramel coffee. I, I don't specify that I don't want sugar or cream. So I, I, I'm just frustrated. Maybe my gripes with myself uh, that I don't order my coffee right. But uh, you have a highlight of the week? Yeah, I actually wanted to highlight one of uh, one of our, our connect, contender connection um, contributors, Aaron Wilcox at Aaron Wilcox 86. He, uh, he just made a thread about auction, dynasty auction startups and draft strategies. And it's 16 different posts long, which provide you some good detail as well as his thought process. It's got some visual aids in there too. So give it a shot. Give it a check or go to his page and check it out, I should say. Um, just from what I see, he provides you with a good framework to kind of work from if you haven't done it before or if you have done it before to just kind of challenge your your status quo or the thought process that you have on it. And um, I think that's yeah, definitely worth taking a look at. Yeah, I thought he did a great job. Aaron Wilcox, great follow. Um, I didn't think of a highlight of the week. This is something I'll probably write down for next week, but off the top of my head, I'm going to go with uh, meditation. 
uh, my parents have a steam shower in their new house that I went over and tried that out. Did some meditating in it last night, and I was a I was a new man. I, I came out a completely new man. Um, yeah. Any uh, last thoughts, Tim? No, I think that's all I got this week. So yeah, this is Timmy at N Nubs with two B's, two N's. Um, not the easiest to say, I guess. And <laughs> <N> Nubbies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Thank you. Thanks for being here. And uh, I'll talk yeah. to you guys next week.